she was like, I like Jamie Foxx. I was like, word? All right. I'm going to get tickets for that. So we did, was it Nokia Theater or whatever they call it now in LA? I paid an obscene amount of money for these tickets. Wow. Okay, we are like row seven or eight from the front. Like we are in there and they're recording it. So this is the one that actually gets recorded that everyone watches. Is I might need security or something. Or I think so. One of those. Yeah, one of those. So we, we, are, we are in there and it is a fall. We have a great time. I sent flowers to her job before the day but you of. Forgot. You skipped. I know Skip I'm skipping that part. That part's not important. That, that part. part's not important. Let because me he stood me up. I, I got baby mama drama. I told y'all. He stood so, me up. Welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things from around the world. And as y'all already know, I'm a Tom, I'm Paige of Atomic Travels, and y'all see this person still here with me. I'm still here. She's still here. So tell us who you are and what you're doing here. I'm his fiance. I am his co-host for season three okay. of Travel Tuesday Couples Goals. Okay, okay. And we have an amazing power couple with us today. Mm-hmm. Can y'all tell us who you are and where you're from? Ladies first. Absolutely. Alicia Harrison. And this is my amazing husband, Johannes Harrison. We're currently based out of the DFW area. Also have our own wealth management firm. What's the DFW management. area? Dallas-Fort Worth. You ain't get around. <laughs> I mean, I know DMV. I didn't know DFW. I didn't know that was a thing. Dallas-Fort Worth. So we're actually kind of like right in the middle between mm. Dallas and Fort Worth, we're in Grand Prairie, so it's like right in the middle. Right in the, right in the middle. People know Grand Prairie. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. People know. Yeah, it, actually, people they? actually people know Grand people Prairie. Know. They, they know Cedar Hill. They know. I mean, they, they, yeah. There's. there's all right. Yeah. Next time, I'll keep that in mind. Grand Prairie. <laughs> Grand Prairie. <laughs> it's all good. Out here. It's all y'all, good. Y'all out here. So, um, so are y'all originally from that area, or where are you guys from originally, like individually? Uh, Yohan didn't introduce himself. Well, she, no, she she did the introduction. She said, "My beautiful husband." I think she said, yeah, beautiful. She, "Maybe she, she said she handsome." Told, yeah, something know. like she that. Said, I don't remember. I might bleep it out. <laughs> rewind it back. Rewind it back. She 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 put a compliment. <laughs> oh, she's sipping. So we know when she's a. Uh, all right, we got we got keyword. We got okay cues. So moving forward, right? Uh, <laughs> where are you guys uh, from individually? So so I am from Charlotte, North Carolina, born and raised. Um, I moved to Dallas when I was 20. So this is my second trip in Dallas and and then moved to Los Angeles when I was 24 ish. And then I met Alicia when I was 20 something ish. 2007, 27. I was 27. I was 27 when I met Alicia in California, uh, which is where she's originally from, but she's also done her trip across the the uh, the continental United States. So tell tell us your journey to back to to, to Dallas. Where you live? I know your story. Well, yeah, no, I mean, for the most part, born and raised in California, then family migrated to uh, Indiana. Actually, see, there we for go. a few years, and then we made our way back to the West Coast. Um, and it was definitely a culture shock coming from California, the melting pot, going to. Indiana, where I went to a school, it was MLK Elementary, and they did not honor his birthday. So it was definitely an interesting. They said we honor him in name only. Yeah, it was definitely oh, interesting. Wow. 
experience. Um, I was at the age of nine years old. We had KKK spray painted on the side of our home. Um, so yeah, we were a blended family. My mom's biracial. My father, my stepfather was black. And so we definitely were not welcome into that neighborhood. So uh, we had some uh, family issues and ended up migrating back to the West Coast and uh, eventually ended up in Las Vegas, Nevada. And then actually I, I was living in Vegas That's at the time that Johans yeah. and I met. Um, a girlfriend of mine still located in California said, you have to meet my photographer. He's so dope. You guys are meant to be. She said, you have to meet my friend. Oh, She's wow. So dope. So, Y'all were meant to be. So this, is a, this is a hookup. So, so oh, it was, oh, we were set up hold from up, the jump. Up. We need to get both However. sides of this story because Johans sounds like he's going to give this no, I'm gonna give it grandiose to you. I'm experience. Give it to you. I'm gonna give so let's it to get you. this real story. Let's So continue with your story. And so I show up to this photo shoot. My girlfriend um, says I have to meet a photographer. It's a passion of Johans's. And uh, the first day I met him, he had baby mama drama, red flag, red flag. He was late. I think you were like two hours late. You were stressed oh out. I was like, who are you trying to hook Wait a me minute. up with? Wait a minute. This is and for the first time ever, your friend was on time. She was on time. Okay. So there's that. We were on time. She was, so I, I was, I, I, I really didn't know she was going to be there. Like there was this thing. Oh, I might bring my friend with me. I didn't know who was going to be. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't fully. Oh, okay. So the first time it wasn't set up like a date. It was just not at all. Hang out. Okay. It was a setup. Like we didn't know what. Neither one of us really knew what was going on or what she was intending to do. Um, But we ended up having a good time. And uh, that first year, uh, for about a year, we kept in touch. Uh, I was still living in Las Vegas, and then I decided to relocate to California. And Johan's got the word. I don't, I don't know. You, you pick it up from here. I, I said, don't you need help moving? She was like, nah, I got brothers. Oh, oh. okay. She's like this late guy ain't going to hold me from being getting there. So, okay. but I had one better. Mm-hmm. Was like, I mean, you're hungry, right? Oh, he got me with that one every time. Every I, time. I couldn't even boil water at the time. And so <laughs> like, actually I am hungry. And that's, and I just kept, I just kept taking her dinner or taking her to dinner. Um, very persistent. She, she played, she played the hard to get though. Like it no, was, I had just relocated and I wasn't trying to get caught up. Oh, she made, she made me, put I was trying to work. be focused. She, let me, up, let me up, tell you, she ain't do this yet. I was about to so, read. No, I'm, I'm going to give you no, all the real scoop. So mm-hmm. she, at the time, Jamie Foxx was doing his thing. So he was big. Okay. This was, uh, a while ago. Yeah, this was this was oh, this is Jamie Jamie Foxx in his prime where he's <laughs> where he's doing his shows and he is he's you know he's singing, he's doing comedy, the whole, you know, he, he this is you know nominated for Ray Jamie Foxx, okay? Oh, okay. And uh she was like, I like Jamie Foxx. I was like, Word, all right, I'm gonna get tickets for that. So we did was it Nokia Theater or whatever they call it now in LA. I paid an obscene amount of money for these tickets. Wow, okay? we are like row seven or eight from the front like we are in there and they're recording it so this is the one that actually gets recorded that everyone watches is i might need security or something or i think so one of those mm-hmm. yeah one of those so we, we, are, we are in there and it is a 
ball. We have a great time. I sent flowers to her job before the day but you of. Forgot. You forgot. You skipped. You I know. Skipped. Skipping that part. That part's not important. That, part. that part's not important. Let because me he stood me up. I, I got baby mama drama. I told y'all. He stood so. me up. And then <laughs> to make it up, he sent the flowers and bought the tickets. That's not the point. And took me to the fancy show. The point is. Y'all, Apparently I, it worked. I'm still here. I didn't even get a kiss good night that night. You stood her up though. No, but that was a pre, that was just a regular dinner date. That was that wasn't <laughs> Jamie. Still, the first time <laughs> in my life. It's hard to get you 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 mess up once. You stood her up. You gotta start all over again. Right. Yeah, right. but I went all out and like at the end of the night, I'm like, okay, I'm at least gonna get a kiss kiss on the cheek or something. I got the thanks for a great night. She's, she's remembering you were late during the photo shoot I mean, with the baby mama drama. Then, your score is not really high at this point. Then you yeah. stood her up, right? In the negative. And it was still baby mama drama. She's she's holding on to right. that trauma of the baby mama drama. Right, right. But then after we went on the, the date, we started to hang out. I kind of let my guard down. Nice. And before I knew it, one day I literally just woke up and realized that I was madly in love and Aww. that he was the one. It was, it was interesting uh, awakening. Yes, it was. I put in work, y'all. I was working. <laughs> I, was, I got receipts. Well, they said you hold out for the one. I was holding out. I so got I receipts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so your story tells us about how you guys travel domestically, right? Traveling to gain experiences. You've gained some unfortunate experiences <laughs> at the same time, but then led you guys to each other, mm-hmm. right? But prior to meeting each other or maybe after, right? What inspired you both individually to travel in the first place? Um, Were you traveling before you started dating? Oh yeah, we went yeah. to uh, our f- First international trip was Jamaica. No, oh, that was right after that. No, no, no. Individually, before, before you started dating, were you individually traveling before you started dating? I wasn't. You I mean, about I relocation just, and moving. I was twenty-four oh. when when I met Johan, so I was still kind of figuring out my life. So I really wasn't traveling. Um, Road warrior, like I, Ooh, my yeah. job had me. I took my in. In my college years, I spent time all up and down the East Coast. So growing up in North Carolina, most families from that area have a lot of family either north in New York, New Jersey area, Connecticut, or they have family south, you know, Georgia, Florida, et cetera. I had both. So I'd I'd seen the entire East Coast by the time I was 10 years old. Um, Now, I I only traveled internationally a couple of times prior to us meeting. Uh, The most time I ever spent out of the country was when... We went to Jamaica and then we also had a destination wedding. So we'll get to that later. Oh, um, yeah. So, but, but no, I, I also, I traveled for work. So I was back and forth to Dallas all the time. I would, uh, um, the, the job I had had some travel perks with it. So I spent a lot of, I've seen 45 of the States. Oh, wow. And so, States. and so it was more job focus, right. But like in the process of doing that, did that trigger like, yeah, I really want to see more, or it was more of like work than you really experiencing travel. Oh, no, no, no. When, when I say world war, I, I've driven from coast to coast yeah. on multiple right. occasions. Yeah. So, so my, my father was a, a, um, a city bus driver was the last like corporate job, if you will, that he had. So driving places, that was what we do. Like wake up on, even as a teenager, once I had my driver's license, I could get up at, at uh, 
you know, uh, Saturday morning early enough in Charlotte and be at the beach by noon. Mm -hmm. um, and that was whether it's South Carolina Beach, North Carolina Beach, Virginia Beach. That's just what we did. So I was never afraid to just hop in the car and just drive and go somewhere. And even with corporate travel. Oh, yeah. I try to tack on my vacation days right on the end so I can spend an extra day in that city and yeah. explore it. I also did with, with my company. I did it. There was a lot of reward travel associated mm -hmm. with it. So if we had if we were killing it, then, hey, they were like, hey, you, you win a trip this year. You get to go somewhere. That was another way that he wowed me. I think it was we were dating. We weren't engaged. Oh, I took he, you on my annual. He yeah, yeah. qualified for an event. It was all expenses paid. And we went to Chicago and. Oh, nice. Last, uh, that was my, well, I'd been in Chicago when I was younger, when we lived in Indiana, but it was my first adult experience in Chicago and seeing the city and. Um, and we went all what, out. What time of year was it in Chicago? Because Chicago is different in the summer and in the winter. Like you get it's a like, totally it different been, place. Would have been August. Is usually when that trip yeah, was. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Summertime. You know, they had, we had Cirque du Soleil outside, Cirque du Soleil outside performing nice. for us. And, you know street vendors like they would block down a part of the uh city so we did chicago we did phoenix was it phoenix that way uh no, no we did denver, denver. yeah chicago, denver, was, denver. um I think I did was, you go to orlando with, oh yeah i did go did to orlando. orlando yeah so we did we did lots of you know corporate trips and i mean and that's one of the like tips for couples like if you have yeah. a job that you know requires travel that's that means you get half the trip paid for yep Okay. And you, yeah. you're not going to be working the whole time. You get some right. downtime. And even if the other, I mean, in these days with, you know, people working from home, pack that laptop, mm -hmm. you work and work by the pool all day while I go do these meetings. And afterwards we're going to have dinner and drinks and have some fun. So. Right. Yeah. I never really thought about that, that like prior to you and I hooking up traveling together, my only memory of traveling is like with family. I mean, which I traveled overseas. My grandmother was from London mm -hmm. um, and we had family vacations, but I don't know. I guess those early years, I wasn't really thinking that big for myself. I was really trying to figure out what was next. So, yeah. So where were some of those family vacations? Um, I remember Grand Canyon. I remember mm. Disneyland. Um I remember Grand Canyon, like having the big video camera, like on my shoulder recording type, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, road trip um, with my grandparents. And uh, I remember we must have been a, a small cruise to Catalina. Um, and then when I was 15, my grandmother took me overseas and we went to London for a few weeks. And um, that was amazing. We would love to go back. We haven't been back. Well, I haven't We've been, been back since. It. Yeah. See, I've been to London yet, and you was there as a kid, so you traveled. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, you have more stamps. I remember being 15 in the pub with my grandmother and my great uncle drinking in the bar. Oh, nice. nice. She started okay. 15. She started early, so she's on red wine today, but she started early with the, you know, the I was with the OGs. Drinking age in England? At that time, it was 16. I know in Spain, there's not. At that time, it was 16. It was 16. Oh, so okay. they, was, they was letting you in. I to get in the clubs. I tried to get in the club at 15. I went with a bunch of 16-year-olds, and I did not get in. Okay. okay. So the club, <laughs> no, but the club, yes. club, I was with my granny, so. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about your travels, whether it's be individual or together, that kind of continue to inspire you to travel? 
Well, I, I would say that um, I think the, well, the trip that we took to Jamaica was just outstanding. So we, we enjoyed that a lot. And that is, again, we had just got engaged. So it was almost like a, a, I don't know, a pre, a pre honeymoon or something, Uh, the, the, a honeymoon light. Mm -hmm. Um, And we really enjoyed that. And me being in photography, I had a lot of fun just, you know, kind of roaming around the Island and taking photos of different things and having a beautiful subject to put into the photos all the time. So that was always, that, that was great. I really enjoyed that. And I think it was, I think it was when we were there, then we were talking about when, where we would want to get married and, it, it kind of part of it came down to money because we have huge families and a massive friend group. Yeah. So we're thinking about, okay, wedding, the biggest cost is feeding people. We're just like, yeah. uh, what if we were to take some of that money and just put it on a destination wedding? Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, and at the time we were living in California. So also the yeah. venues, I mean, the fees, venues were, were just, the minimums ridiculous. I remember we looked at a few, I remember you dragging me to a few of those. To, I'm sorry, dragging Drag you. Dragged you, I dragged you. I remember you escorting me to a few of those. Yeah, I need to sip on that one too. Um, and uh, and so that so that that was part of just it was just continuation of our joy of just traveling together. And, um, well, and for our wedding, it was it, we. I think we ended up inviting inviting almost a hundred people, but we ended up having forty guests. So it was wow. a very intimate three-day celebration with our closest friends and family. I mean, there were some people that couldn't make it that we were definitely disappointed, but at the end of the day, it just came back to the reality that the people that were meant to be there with us were there. We had a great time. We heard about some of the crazy stories with our friends hooking up and all. Oh, we got stories. (laughs) We were pretty much the first in our circle to get married. Um, Wow. So that's been an interesting path. Yeah, we had couples that have been together longer than us that weren't married yet. That was also, yeah, it was. Now we did have the experience in um, Cabo. We stayed at an all-inclusive resort. And then for our honeymoon, we went to Costa Rica where we stayed at a friend's. Friends, like basically property. a modern day Airbnb. It was Airbnb yeah, it was before like- Airbnb was B&B. And it was uh-huh. and it was great balance because when we were in Cabo, I mean everything's served to you, you know, full service. And then we went to Costa Rica and we got to go to the market by ourselves, kind of figure out, figure our way and and learn the the, the culture there. Learning that when it gets dark, it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like got street lights. Like, no, it was yeah. wow. so leave no, leave, to, leave the Rica, accommodations. Did you guys stay? Or where'd you go to? What part of Costa Rica? Uh, Guanacaste. Mm. What air? What airport is that close to? I know they have two major. We ones. did not fly into San Jose, so we must have flown into the LIR Liberia. 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 We flew into yeah. Liberia. Yeah. So that. So speaking of, you know, just kind of the the things that are different about traveling while black. Um, well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't, I'm sorry, I took over he your has a, He's a flow that he's designed so that he wants to. We got a flow. See but that's part of the, that's part of that kind of gets into that. But Yeah, oh. so let's, let's, let's go into it. Let's go into it. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> I'm so, going to take my own sip. You are granted one. permission so, <laughs> to but, go off script. I had never seen so much artillery in the United States until we traveled to Mexico, Jamaica, et cetera, where you have a different presence of 
armed forces. Oh. Um, well, at the time that we went, the time that we got married, it was during the drug war. So it yes. was definitely advised to not travel to Cabo, <laughs> but yeah. did it anyhow. And then I can't remember what was going on in Jamaica at the time that we well, went. Well, no, no, if but Costa Rica, but for Costa Rica, oh, Costa Rica, they're bordered by, um, y'all know the country, a, a country where it's a lot of unrest. I can't remember <laughs> the, uh, the Costa Rica borders Costa Rica, right now. Uh, it's Costa Rica, Nicaragua, believe. Nicaragua. There we go. Yes. So they're always under, you know, periods of civil unrest. And so there were also there were those warnings. And as we ventured, you know, from the airport to get to our um to get to Guanacaste, then there were stops where, you know, people they got the officers with the AKs and the whole nine. Um wow. and uh and so that was a other than being in different parts of the hood growing up. Mm-hmm. Where I did see the same sort of artillery, but it was kind of like, oh yeah, but that's that's Joe. He cool, <laughs> right, right. But it was like, wait, this guy doesn't even speak English. Yeah, I do, but he doesn't. I mean, what? So that that was a, it was a, it was a, it was a different level of awareness, or even just a little, the hint of fear, like, oh, this is this is different, right? Um, and um, I do remember specifically in specifically in Costa Rica, I had a couple of occasions where um, I felt where I felt a little bit of the, you know, let's call it pretension, if you will, that was coming from whomever I was trying to buy the goods or services from as if I, you know, couldn't afford whatever it is that I was. Okay. Um, Because I mean, we were in a, there was, there was an incident at the hotel. So when, when we got married, my, tuxedo got lost mm. okay so it was, it was supposed to be getting steamed on our wedding day on our wedding day it was supposed to get steamed we'd asked for it ahead of time whatever was part of our you know things we wanted um and it got lost and so on the wedding day we can't find it okay so then they find it and it's not steamed and i am just I'm livid. I'm like, we've been, how long have we been there? Three days? I don't know. Luckily, I didn't know any of this was going on. Yes, you know. And um, and so there was a conversation that happened. It's like, okay, we can do it in one hour. And I'm like, okay, well, my wedding's in 90 minutes. So, okay. Like, oh, but you're going to have to pay. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Right. You guys have had it for three days. Yeah. You know, and, and so there was this, and then finally I relented and said, fine, I'll pay. And the woman looked at me and she was like, are you sure you can afford it? I'm like, we're paying for this whole thing. I mean, this is my wedding. And it was, my sister luckily was there with me. And she said, I packed my steamer. And she took my tuxedo to her room. Yeah. And that's how the grooms wind up getting dressed in her room instead of somewhere else. Because she was there steaming wow. my tuxedo for me at the last final minute. Um, but it, it, it reminded me of, it felt like just being in the United States. Mm. Um, you know, being in those situations where you go to a nice restaurant and they, you know, and, and or or if you're in, this has happened to many of us, if you're in any of the major department stores, so excuse me, do you work here? And like, <laughs> well, I do that to the opposite uh, group of people, but that's for a particular reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, while we're here, right? So, um, like individually, have you guys, and I'm going to take it from two different lenses, right? So. Johans is a black male traveling the United States, right? 
You've gone 48, you said 45 or 48 out of 50. I've been done 45 out of the, the, the ones that touched the, what do they call that? Contiguous 48. Gotcha. Okay. How have you felt moving around? Because we've got a couple of guests that talked about Utah a couple of times, mm-hmm. right? But then the rest of the states are almost as bad, even New York, depending on where you go. What, what oh, yeah. has that experience been like for you? Oh, man. So um, I, Utah was Utah was different for other reasons because I did not understand the Mormon culture. Mm. And I was I was the big wig manager coming into Utah to do a training session. And so I didn't know that they don't drink. And so mm. I get to the bar with all, we go to a restaurant after the training day with all the, the other managers. And I start ordering all these pitchers of beer. And then I'm oh. the only one that drinks. They got a mm. kick out of it. It was funny to them. Wasn't funny. <laughs> um, but that was, that was really, other than the fact that I, you know, I was, I was very vocal about being, I said my opening line when I, when I got in front of the group, I said, I have now increased the black population by 20%. Mm. I just kind of got that out there from the beginning. They kind of chuckled about it. And then they said, no, so-and-so. And, and then everyone to talk about the black friend they had. Right. Said, You're all going to name Carl Malone. It's okay. But <laughs> um, so that was Utah. So I was able to kind of take the edge off it in Utah. But, but I, when my, when I went from North Carolina to Texas, I drove. And my father specifically told me, now my father was born in the backwoods of North Carolina in 1939. And he told me, he said, under no circumstances, do you stop in Alabama or Mississippi? Mm. Get gas in Georgia and mm-hmm. don't get gas again until you get to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I was like, or, or wait, I'm, I'm saying that wrong. I've got to think of this. Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. No, I said it right. Louisiana. Yeah, yep. no, you yep. said it right. No, I said it right. Yep. And... And that's exactly what I did. Wow. I, I did. I did not stop. And as I was driving along those roads, I was very easy to see why I did not need to stop. Yeah. You know, they're on the highway, just Confederate flags, just boldly flying. I mean, you'd see them, you would just like you driving along the highway and you'd see the big, you know, American flag flying. You would see that and the Confederate flag. Like, nope, not stopping here. We're just going to keep going. Right. <laughs> um, so, so I experienced a, a fair amount of, uh, or, or kind of avoided some of those experiences. I will say that, that but being a traveling um, businessman for a corporation, um, I had a few instances where I was coming into a small part of our country, even if it was a, some, I think it happened to me in Michigan, one of those Northern uh, mid, Midwestern states, um, might've been Illinois. I think it was Illinois. So I came into Illinois. I can't recall the city right now. I won't put them on blast, but um, I was going to go do a training for a bunch of other managers and I'm in finance. So I'm not that many black people already. And so here I was young and black and I'm the one we, uh, my company had purchased another company and I was one of the trainers coming in to teach everybody how to do their new job. And um, it got to a point where it just became a game for me. But uh, before I made it a game, the first time where it really hurt my feelings and stung is that uh, I'm at the front of the, the room, the group, and there's probably about 12 to 15 older white men that come in because those are the people that are in finance. Mm-hmm. And I finally get up and I introduce myself and half the group walks out and they're like, there's no way I'm get, taking training from you. 
Oh, nothing you can teach. What, what do you know? What do you know about financial planning that you can teach me? Wow. And they just walk out and I, it hurt my feelings. I still got paid the same rate, but it did hurt my feelings. So then I had to, that's how I learned Utah was later on. So I kind of found some ways to kind of deal with it so that my ego wasn't bruised as much. And I could kind of take some of the air out of the room and not let them have all the power in those situations. But I dealt with that in many different pockets of the United States. And it was, uh, it was, it was hard to deal. I mean, also dealt with it even just in the traveling, just, you know, being, whether it was the plane or sometimes in some of the places I went, I had car service mm-hmm. and I had to prove that I'm the person that gets the car service. So did you wow. find it that, so um, <clears throat> as I'm, I'm trying to phrase this. Did you find it that there are a lot of times that you get that, Oh, because you don't sound black over the phone. Plus your name is Johans. Oh yeah. No, I, no, I had a guy, I had one person that told me, I told him, I was like, I'm, I'm Johans Harrison. And he said, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> and he told me, he said, no, you're a, you're a middle-aged German man. And, I was like, <laughs> and I, my response to him was like, my brother was stationed in Germany. He's black. So it, it, could there be a black German? Like, let's get started. Okay. Mm. And I ended up having this interaction with him. His wife later apologized for that interaction and, <laughs> and refusely told me he's not racist. I'm like, okay. Oh. Say what you want, but he is, he does stereotype. Okay. He may not be racist, but he does right. stereotype pretty heavily on the key. On the, on the Cause I think for those of us with uh ambiguous name voice, and I mean, I'm assuming, you know, having gone to college, moved around a lot, your voice adapts to who you're talking to, right? Like, Oh yeah. And to, we yeah. tend to code switch without realizing the duality. Right. And so um, in speaking, it's like, hey, this guy does not sound like the guy I scheduled his training with. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, you get that, huh? And then you get the, no, that's not you. Yeah. Um, so so let's talk about. Oh, shit. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's that's the best part, right? Because yeah, like, I used to travel for work. Yeah. So I used to travel for work and I would get that all the time. They were like, no, that, that's because first of all, most of them couldn't pronounce my name. Um, and so the second of all, they were like, no, that can't be. I was like, no, you can call my manager. They'll tell you it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, like they were, right. so what people. was it like for you international? Uh, so, so international, really the only time that I, I, I mean, the, the most challenging experience was the experience in, um, at our, at our wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it, 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 I, I haven't, now maybe I just haven't traveled enough, but I, I haven't experienced it in a very negative way. Actually, I take it back. There was, as a teenager, when I was younger, but then it was, a, it was a group of us. So we went on, we went on a college tour. We went on a college tour. I was in a program called Upward Bound and they would take mm-hmm. us on these college tours while we were in high school. And so they took us to a college and we went to some colleges in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all vowed right then that we were never going to school in Canada because they treated us like the, we were just the inner city thugs is what we were. Really? Uh, and, and what was interesting about that, this is funny. I haven't shared this a long time. I was in French all the way through elementary into high school. I didn't, it wasn't to my last two years of high school that I took Spanish because they didn't have French. So I had 10 years of French. Mm-hmm. So I understood what everybody was saying. 
Mm. Whereas my friends, they'd all been in public. I'd, went, I'd been in private school for a while. All my friends had been in public school. All they knew was Spanish. So I knew what they were saying. I was like, no, they are not saying anything nice about us. And they think we're stealing. They're going to call the police. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh. So that, that was a, that was a, a, a not fun experience that I dealt with. But again, I was, I was younger. And, and as I look back on that and I see what we looked like, I might actually think the same thing. You know, 17 year olds with our baggy clothes, some of us with the sagging jeans and all, you know, all this stuff. Cause that was, it was the late nineties. That's what we did, you yeah. know? Um, but we were all also 3.5 plus GPA students. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So these, the colleges, when we visited those colleges and we were happy for the experience that they took us to Canada. Uh, Cause we got to go to Niagara Falls and all that stuff, but we, we, we enjoyed the experience, but those colleges kind of made us feel like we didn't belong. So yeah. really, we never really got a chance to even imagine what it would be like because we got that upfront impression from the, I can't even remember the name of the school we went to, and I don't want to put them on blast either, but um, that first school just basically was saying in French, as they're translating, saying French, it doesn't matter. None of them will ever go to our school anyways. So like, Wow. And it's, it's surprising because... <laughs> Because it sounds like it must have been in the Toronto area, right? Especially if I went through Niagara Falls. Um, and that area is a melting pot. So now, granted. But we were at the colleges. Yes, right, true. Right. Yeah. But at the colleges. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. No, and it was funny because after, after that experience, we actually told our the leader of the community, we said, don't take us to the school where the person that's doing the tour isn't Black. Hmm. Hmm. And from that moment, actually, after that, we only went to, I think all the other schools we went to were HBCUs, which took me to my first interaction with having drinks at an early age, New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans. Oh, man. You got to go to Essence Fest. I, got, oh, we wow. went to, I think it was an adult trip. They just took it. They were like, oh, we're going to book. Took a bunch of right. They're like, let's take some kids. Know. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're going to stop by Xavier and Tulane, but <laughs> really here for Essence. <laughs> so wait, so I'm here to make sure we talk about couple stuff just as much as we talk about individual. Well, we were getting to that, but you. That's you, fine, you but I, it's it. my turn to jump in. I want to know when your well, first you, you, trip you didn't, was. You didn't get her story. I want to know. Didn't get her story. We got to get her story. No, first. no, no. I want to know what her Let's first get your trip story. was. Together. I'm running this. You get your story. Okay. Let's. Let, we want her story too, right? So well, we want her to tell the story of their first trip together. But that's jumping the gun. So let's get the story. <laughs> We didn't got all the way to their engagement, their wedding, their old wit trips. Um, okay, what was the question? <laughs> the the question was, what was your because we're speaking about traveling while black, right? Mm-hmm. And you mentioned earlier that you are you come from mixed race, right? And traveling for you was kind of a little different, right? Um, especially going to London, being in the pub with your grandmom versus moving around. So what was your experience like? And what, what, let's put it like this. What could you remember of your experience um, being a Black young woman traveling? Um, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't have any necessarily negative memories, um, especially that my grandmother has passed. And, you know, I got to learn so much about my grandmother's history and my history. Um, and so the few memories I do have are with family being in the pub. Uh Um, But when I think about just some of the challenges when it comes to, um, I guess, adjusting to new environments, what comes up for me is moving to Texas. 
Mm. Um, it's definitely been a reality check where, yeah, you can drive up the wrong side of the road and you will see the Confederate flag. And Mm -hmm. it's just really finding a way to emerge into a new, um, a new area and making sure that we're surrounding ourselves with the people that love us and respect us for who we are. And we don't necessarily have to feel isolated. Um, and I know when we were researching areas of moving to Texas, that was something that I expressed to Johans that was very important to me. Um, as my daughter was only two is I don't want her to be the only in any environment. And I want to make sure that we're moving into a neighborhood, into an area that is diverse. Um, and I think we, we found that, however, driving around in Texas, like I said, you know, um, I mean, the target around the corner there, um, there's Trump rallies every weekend where they're hanging out there. So there's, it's, it's just been interesting and very eye-opening. And I think especially we moved out here uh, pre the BLM movement, pre George Floyd, pre uh, pandemic, and then still learning the area and then seeing just the a heightened sense of uh, deep-rooted racism <laughs> here mm. in Texas. Um, but also finding that, you know, there is a new wave of, um, you know, young Black professionals coming in, politicians. Like, there is a ton of opportunity, but there's still a ton of work that needs to be done. Mm. Um, and just finding our place in that, especially with our business and being able to make an impact not only with professionals, but also getting into the schools and educating on finance and how we can um, build better, bigger. Okay. Okay. So now um, I'm going to go to the next thing and then we can go to Jackie's thing, right? Um, What have you, have Johans, have you seen or have either of you seen the way you're treated when you're together out uh, and about when you're traveling now? Um, cause you know, Johans, you know, I'm not, sh- you seem short on camera, but I, I don't think you are. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, so, you know, it's, it's that, you know, Husky back man pulling up on you and there's a clutching of the pearls walking across the street. But do you see that change now that you have your wife with you and you seem less threatening? Um, it, it depends on it really depends on the environment and and who's on the other side of the exchange. Um, I have found that um, sometimes I'll get a little bit of a rougher time from older female females that, and it doesn't matter that aren't of my race period, whether they're Hispanic, Asian descent. um, It it is, I can be a little intimidating, I guess is what it is. And Mm -hmm. And the last thing I want to see is them to disrespect Alicia. Mm -hmm. And so I'll kind of see that where they, you know, where they're kind of not giving her the respect I think that she deserves. I'm like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. we're just, we are, we are customers here. You know, Mm -hmm. we can't be here if we can't afford it. I think we, we went through something that, what was it at the, um, in Las Vegas where we were just getting a runaround for like a room or something. What was it? Oh, I remember that. We were, why were we trying to get a room late like that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But for some reason, yeah, we were definitely given the runaround and there was no reason where we shouldn't have been able to get a room. Yeah. And it was, was, I think it was the 
we didn't belong there. They felt we didn't belong yeah. there. You know, and and um, and, you know, and then when I, you know, when I kind of raised my voice a little bit, kind of put my foot down, and it's like, and then all, oh, now we want to accommodate. And I'm like, no. I mean, it's actually, I'm going to name drop. We still do very little business with Hilton. Mm. They rubbed us the wrong way. They booked us for a room online through what my Hilton, I was a Hilton Rewards member, thousands of points. Oh, that's all when this we stuff. were in Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. So this is not, yeah. So Hilton and we book a room and we get there and she claims they have no rooms. I'm like, I'm, we have a room booked. Well, I'm sorry. I was like, this is this idea I, I, don't, I don't understand and, and and then i was told to just to just go get a room at the motel six I'm like mm, oh, yeah that's, that's no bueno no i'm i'm this says i have a room I'm like, oh we have to you're not handicapped we have to keep that for the you know um for the handicap i'm like the city is fully booked no you if you book a room you book a room yeah you know and so it it makes me stutter step anytime my option is hilton i'm just like mm. And I know it wasn't Hilton, the organization that did that. It was that one individual that didn't want to honor the fact that, because even when we're calling Hilton, they're like, no, sir, you have a room booked. They have availability. Yeah. It's there. I was like, no, she's telling me we don't. And it was this whole ordeal. So, um, so, so, and that was my hometown of all places. Um, so, so we've, we've, um, I, I've found that, that, that when we get met with those obstacles, we, we do a good job of tag teaming, you know, it's okay. we, we kind of realize, okay, you, as he's young. You go. You go take care of that. <laughs> we'll start batting your eyes. <laughs> Great. Go ahead. No, put on those other pants. Yeah, wear those. Um, <laughs> Do not go that far. I don't go that far. But but that's what it is. What I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, hey, if you got to go, you know, divert their eyes a little bit so that we can get what we want, that's fine. It, it's not going to work for me. And and so we've kind of learned where we need to, you know. Play our roles a little switch bit. Up, switch up. Okay, cool. Yeah. Go ahead. And ask code switch, like you said. We got code switch a little bit. Gotcha. I forgot what it was. This is your show. I'm gonna just jump. You said it. We were going into relationships. Yeah, you so said relationships. We like, we I, I, I heard where you were going. It's couples. You, I, what I heard you getting to is the the planning of those trips. That's what it sounded like you were going. You really, you got a good memory. Y'all got good memory. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, I think I was asking, what was your first, very first trip together? That's what it was. Yeah. And then, like, who planned the trip? How did it go? Oh, I got, I got a story for that. Oh. No, it was good. It was good. It was. I mean, so our first trip that I remember, because now we've been together, sometime for fourteen years, fifteen. A lot. Sometime we said twenty seventeen. Y'all do the math at home. <laughs> 20 set 2007 i'm sorry 2007 wow, 2017 that's young yeah no <laughs> so the first trip that i recall um johans wanted to take me to wine country in northern california Aww. and had it all he had it all planned out i'm gonna drive up the coast get to wine country stay in a um romantic weekend bed and breakfast i was oh i was i was like oh the he's he's doing most it this is romantic i got weekend. me one <laughs> well on the drive to wine country i ended up coming down with the flu <gasps> by the time we got there i was i was bedridden for it was three. It was the whole time. Three days. I had to go to the couple's bed and breakfast to have breakfast without my couple. 
<laughs> he had to go to breakfast by himself every time and just give me the lowdown on who was down there, what was going on. It was special. And then he told me he would never take me back. <laughs> I questioned why every, he was never going to take me back every again. time after that. So that goes back to the early conversation about being a road warrior with my father. It was not, it was like, oh, let's drive from LA to Northern California. Let's do it. And um, I ruined yeah. it. <laughs> but I, I kept recall. having to turn the heat on and the air on and to open the window. It was just, and then I'm feeling car sick. No, you're not. You did do it. <laughs> Do not do it. I think I would. I we were able to go wine tasting the very last day. Last day. Yeah. I don't think I tasted much because I was still congested. But the one thing I do remember from that trip is I remember how clear the sky was because I remember seeing the stars. Yes. At the um, bed and breakfast. Um. So yeah, I think that was our. I think I don't think we took a trip for a while after that. <laughs> so let's let's talk about the first memorable trip that wasn't that sounds memorable i don't sick. know about that maybe your favorite trip that sounds memorable but what was your favorite trip together our favorite trip together what was our favorite trip together it could be different each each individual can have a different favorite i i still think chicago was like one of the most memorable trips that we had together so my favorite i think my favorite was north carolina so um so alicia's grandfather yeah so alicia's grandfather um passed away shortly after we got married and but before no, no, was it before? When did we go? Yeah. So, bef- no, it was after. My father was there. Yes. So, yeah. So, after, so my father, who also passed away a few years back, um, we had this sneaking suspicion that we might be related. So, we were a little worried. So, I was very interested in going to go meet her family in North Carolina because when I told my father who she was and who her dad was and where you're from, he's like, Oh yeah, I'll meet you there. We got family there too. I was like, no, dad, that's not your supposed to say. Um, so but I remember sitting with her uncle. So I met lots of her, a lot of family, you know, she hadn't even met either. And pig farms and you know, just being in being a country boy, just in being a country, you know, and they had their own little mosquito net that they could <laughs> hang out in. So that was cool. Um because they love me. But uh, but just just, just, just meeting the, those family. We also went and spent some time with my family and my sisters and cousins. And it, it was just, it, it, it reminded me of being a child and the family reunions when you meet all this family that you don't know and just hearing the stories and talking to the elders and all other stuff. So that, I, I really enjoyed that kind of homey feel, but we were also at the same time on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, That's when we went to the waterfall and it stormed. That the same trip? That's the same trip. I almost died. That almost happened. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> but we're, we're trying to climb up to the rock waterfall and I slip on a rock and hit my head on the rock. Ooh. Yeah. It was scary. I got a little, a little starry eyed for a minute, but I was okay. It was, I was terrified. I was and like, it was dumping rain. It dumped rain. Mm. I actually, you know what? Second favorite trip is New York. We went to, uh, so Alicia's father lives here in Texas. He turned 60. 60. And That's what came up for as you were sharing North Carolina. I was thinking of New York. And he 
he did a trip to New York where we went to a Yankee game and um, met a lot of her family or his, well, I guess her, her extended family that was in New York. Her dad drove up. My father drove up because again, word warrior from North Carolina, they just drive up like, oh, you're in New York. That's just a drive. Like it, <laughs> after living in LA, that just ruined my whole sense of what just a drive is. Cause you mm, know, gotcha. uh, I don't know if you ever spend any time in LA, but Long Beach to LA could be four hours and it's only 30 miles. Like what just happened? And there's <laughs> stuff, but you know, my sister and my dad was like, oh yeah, we'll come up to New York. And we had, had this huge Airbnb. Seth Airbnb. got to go to. Seth got to go. Seth also had an allergic reaction. His face exploded like a, like a hitch. hitch. He looked mm. like I still have the evidence of that. In my that was that was when he was like thirteen. It's a scary, wow. crazy picture. I'll share it when he's famous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was a, so. So as you, I mean, as you're hearing this, you're probably saying that I'm. I like the from growing up. I like those little road trips, those homie trips where you get to you know, meet some family members. And that's really why we want to, why, well, part of my reason of going to like London or going back to England is because that's, she has extended family there that you really only see on Facebook. So to just sit and hear the old stories and meet the elders, et cetera, there there's, I like that part of, even when we do travel, I'm the person that will wind up talking to the old person randomly that I meet on the beach that lives there and just carry on this two hour conversation as they tell me, you know, the hotel that didn't used to be there and, you know, all that fun stuff. So I, I like that, the historical aspect of, yes. of us traveling together. Okay. So how about traveling with children? Cause I mean, that by itself is an experience. I learned about the snack bag from a couple couples prior. So tell us what traveling with children are like. Well, when I, when I think about it, um, I mean, we haven't done much traveling together. Uh, Mira has, our daughter has traveled with me. I mean, she started traveling when she was four months. We went to Charlotte with her. Um, and then thereafter, her and I traveled often. Um, it's definitely a hustle. It's definitely, you get to strategize. Um, and it's definitely made me more aware when I do see moms traveling alone to offer a hand, open the door, pick up a yeah. suitcase, whatever it is they need move out the seat if they need help. Um, cause it, it's definitely, um, can be challenging and stressful. Um, when I think about when we have traveled together, um, cause when, I mean, we traveled with Seth, but he was already older. We do have a story that we oh. <laughs> were traveling with Seth. Things not to do when Things traveling not with children. Things to do is do not get off the plane for the layover and miss the plane with the child still on the plane. Oh. Do not call Child Protective Services. Okay. <laughs> statutes, statutes of limitations have passed. You're good. How, how did that happen? So it wasn't my fault. I'll start there. <laughs> so here's a tip. Um, when you're traveling with a couple, you both, as you're traveling together, you're both responsible to look to see what time the next flight is. Okay. The boarding Especially time. if one of those couples wears glasses. <laughs> it, it wasn't. I'm talking to you, Jackie. I'm talking to you Are too. you blaming it on her vision? I, that, yeah, I, what else am I blaming it on? It was on the ticket. Uh-huh. It was on the ticket. So I someone, the confused, someone confused the departure time, departure time, time with, with the boarding, boarding time. time. And so <laughs> we were on a short layover. Got off to get food in Phoenix, and Seth was with us. He was probably what 12, 
And he said, I will stay. I don't want to get off. I'll stay right here. Do I get to keep my seat? And it was Southwest. So it was like, sit wherever you want. So I was like, yeah, you don't, was it Southwest? I think it was Southwest. I don't remember. Anyways, like, yeah, stay on the plane. We'll be back. So we go to get food. And I turned to Alicia and was like, what time does our plane, you know, what time do we need to be at the gate? And she was like, oh, we're fine. 930. Yeah, that was the boarding time. Mm. So um, that was departing time. That was departing time. So we get to the gate and they said the plane just backed out. And like, our top <laughs> plane. Yeah. So. Wow. No child left behind. <laughs> he didn't get left behind. He, he, got, he got to go. He called us. He, He's calling he us from, smart from enough the, yeah. to ask the person sitting next to him, can I use your phone? Yep. My, my parents aren't on the plane. And yeah. Called and luckily we were going to Charlotte, and so his sister. Some was people in. we had people that could receive him, yeah. so it was okay. I was like, "You're gonna be fine." But it was oh, I I was yeah. sick to my stomach. Poor yeah, baby. That was that was fun. That was wow. Fun. That but was it, cool. I mean, I think in essence of traveling with the child period, it's just uh, doing your best to um, be prepared, have those snacks, um, have the movies downloaded to the iPad already. Have your activities, okay. new toys. If you have a toddler, you know, having something new for something them to play with that yep. they just got mm-hmm. introduced because kids get tired of toys very easily. Oh, and for those that aren't traveling with children, as Alicia said, some of these parents are traveling alone with their child or children and the kids cry. I mean, I, I it always frustrated me when people would get upset about a kid that was crying on the plane. It's like, I mean, if they're like two years old, the air pressure. All so yeah, stuff. I do want to give a, a tip on that. Okay. So if you do have, uh, I mean, children age zero to five, I would say, anytime you're departing or landing, make sure they're drinking or eating something so that their jaws are moving to avoid your mm. ears popping. Yeah. Um, for me at the time when Amira was young, we I was breastfeeding, so I'd breastfeed for takeoff and landing. If you're bottle feeding, doing the same thing. Now I make sure we have uh, gummy bears or some type of chewy that she can have. So when we take off, I make sure we make a game out of it. You know, as we're getting ready to take off, one, two, three, let's chew on these until we're actually uh, where we're supposed to be. But yeah, we treat for some adults, right? <laughs> <laughs> we are the couple right. that gets the oh, your child was so well behaved for the whole flight. I'm like. I mean, we were prepared for a flight. We do our best, but at the same time, they're kids. So anything can happen. Yeah. You you never know. It's, it's, you got to do your best. And also something to do passengers out there as you're flying, if you're getting on a flight and you see that there's a child sitting behind you, if there, if you can get good eye contact with the parent and talk to the kid, okay. That will dramatically reduce the likelihood of them kicking the crap out of your seat for the whole flight. Mm -hmm. Yep. They realize that there's a person up there. Well, and tip for parents, take the kids' shoes off. Yes. That also reduces the blow. The last time we flew, she was at the perfect length where her feet were just at the back of the chair in front of her. So Mm -hmm. I took her shoes off because she was still touching it, but less likely to annoy the person in front. Yeah. Without the shoes. So, and and I'll usually just tell the person, especially with Seth, he was, he's tall. Like I, that's my, my, my oldest. Um, he's tall. So I would just tell the person from it, look, neither one of us fit back here. So <laughs> forgive us. Oh, he's fine. And, and it was, so I never really dealt with a person like, Oh my God, will your kid stop kicking the seat or, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of stuff. And, and, but it was part of that just being people and being open and being friendly and, and introduce yourself to people. And not being a, embarrassed to be a parent. I, yeah. it, it saddens me when I, like you said, see people shame 
moms or parents because their kids are crying or upset, they're just as stressed, you know? So you giving them the eye or huffing and puffing is not helping. If you can help, help. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So you guys are still developing your travel journey. What's on your bucket list of places to go? Uh, so London, I've never been to London. So I definitely want to go to London. Um, I want to go to Paris. My mother went to Paris. I want to see if I can still Carl Francais. Um, <laughs> at least understand what they're saying. Um, I, I would say there there is nothing that's not on my bucket list. I'm a, you know, eventually I want to go and see it all. I'd love to go visit um, Greece. That would be fun. Yeah, we, we um, I think the biggest... Puerto Rico. Bucket Puerto Rico, which is so her father's Puerto Rican. So the goal. So we've got island family we haven't met yet. Um the, the I'd say the biggest bucket list item for me personally is to own property internationally. Mm-hmm. Um so um I want to be, I mean, with a company like ours, I mean, I can work wherever I have internet. So right, as right. I think about once my and actually, we're already talking about this now. We want to buy our next property that we purchase will be in Los Angeles mm-hmm. so that we can get the hell out of Texas when it's wow. 100 degrees in the summers and just go spend the summers in L.A. And right. then we're not there, rent it out, whatever, you know, and just collect some income off of it. But that will be our summer house. And I'll let, I got Internet. I can still I can keep working. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, OK, get something in L.A. And then sometime in the next three to five years after that, it'll be looking internationally. So we'll be one of these islands, but I think that the nearest term bucket list um, is Hawaii. We have a good friend that just bought a property in Hawaii. So uh, we told her we go uh, like, I don't know, paint her bathroom or something, whatever she needs. (laughs) And and we didn't have the best time in Turks and Caicos. It was so beautiful. So we need to go back. And it has more to do with what's just, we were working on some things. Yeah, we, we didn't like each other been, during when you've been that, together that as chapter long as of we our have, lives. You go through these periods we're where we're still so, together. So yeah, somehow. Like, <laughs> uh, I have a pandemic, so y'all good. Exactly, exactly. So so those are like some of the more near terms. Like, okay, we we got to go and redeem Turks and Caicos. Mm. It was far too busy. We acting okay. so ugly. Did you redo wine country? Oh yeah, we did many times over. Oh, okay. we, we had some. We had I, had some to, I had to wait though. Yeah, she did. She did. <laughs> and even on the way there, I was still like, "You okay? Are you sure?" <laughs> well, he probably had a better car this time, where like you can control oh. your side of the car. No, I was in my Range Rover. We were not in the Range. We were not. We were not in the Range for the first we one. Oh, the, I was still we in the Cameron. I was still in the Cameron. Oh, so so Peyton's right. You had an upgraded vehicle, that's different so now, experience. So, you think the Camry gave you the flu. That's why you had the Camry. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, you couldn't. Have, you know, in the Range, you got individual seating, warmers, right. cooling, right. It's just a different all experience. of that. You you upgraded to oh, upgrade her experience. I've Business upgraded class. her a couple of times. Oh, yeah. You know, TSA, global entry. Yes. You yeah, know, we had to, I, had to, I had to put that on her. I was like, you, you know, look, our first trip, I told her, like, look, I might leave you on that line. She's you like, exactly. If I don't get TSA, leave me in line. I told her if she does not get her TSA, I was like, I'm, I will, you will stay in line. I will take the child with us. Well, and that's a great tip for parents, too. I mean, get that pre check. Because especially if you have a child and you don't want to be waiting in line. You want to take oh, yeah. the shoes off, have the kid take the shoes off. It's, it's a just, pain. No, just yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's one of those things where, you know, depending on how you travel. So Johan's talked about traveling for work, right? Um, you know, 
that that certain credit cards give you those perks of paying for a global entry. It's a hundred bucks for five years mm-hmm. and you get global entry and TSA pre-check all in one. So yeah. that um, global entry is clutch. Five less than five minutes coming back into the states. Right. Yeah. You, you can't ask for anything better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went through our share of searches for. I think what, where did we, come we back came from? back from Cabo for yeah. our wedding. We had a bunch. I think I had to get rid of. We had like cake. We had rant. I mean. <laughs> yeah, they, we we didn't get to bring our wedding cake back. Mm. Yeah. So, well, actually, we saved a small, but we couldn't bring, we had a bigger chunk of it. They let us keep a small chunk of it. They were like, no, no food. And we were like, no food. It had to be packaged. You oh, wow. Take yeah. The, yeah. Okay. So we just talked about the pandemic, right? We all survived the pandemic. Um, what is the new norm for you guys now? Like, what does that look like? Because a lot of us were locked down. Some of us are still locked down two years later. How is it looking for you guys now that outside's open? For some places like Texas, it's never closed, right? <laughs> um, especially be- being between Fort Worth and Dallas, right? Um, what's what what does it look like for you guys now? Yeah, what's changed? What's your new normal? I feel like we're still we're still adjusting. We're still defining our still, our new yeah. norm, especially mm-hmm. it's top of the year and so we we, we managed out. we did manage during the pandemic to take a couple of trips. So Alicia went to LA once with Amira. So that worked out. That was late October. So that was yeah. in between. That was after, before Delta. No, I think it was after, after Delta, Delta before, before Omicron. Omicron. Yeah. Um, it's amazing we, we define our lives. By <laughs> that's, that's really yeah. crazy. Yeah. We traveled to Vegas. Unfortunately, we had a death in the family. We traveled to Vegas. That was right before Delta. I went to Carolina for a pant for a game, see my family. So, so we, we've managed to, to escape out a little bit. I mean, we, we are, we do want to create what a new norm is. I mean, we're, we're fine with wearing masks and, you know, so Alicia's actually the type that was making me wash my hands with Purell to touch a shopping cart five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I used to laugh at her like, yeah, that's silly. I and mean, you're going to, you're going to wash your hands before you touch the orange juice, or everything else. And now, it's like, okay, she was right. Well, what's interesting is I was going to bring that up when we were talking about traveling with kids because I used to wipe, oh, down, she wiped down the everything whole seat. pre-pandemic. And yes. so then all of a sudden I'm like, well, that was the, that was what I was doing anyway, making sure. Because yeah. mm-hmm. kids, they just touch everything and then mm-hmm. it goes right in their mouth. I remember yeah. sitting on a plane and I would go to, to do the little seat thing. She'd slap my hand and give me a wipe. So wipe it down. <laughs> wipe it. And I'm like. Headed again. Hey, mm-hmm. look, look, that's sometimes you need a great woman to keep you on point. You know right. what I mean? She was the so, one with the flu, though. That was her. <laughs> <laughs> you had to bring that that's, up. That, that's that L, that's that California right. air. It gets yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was the Camry air. It was the Camry. Now I realize it was the Camry. We blame it on the Camry. You didn't change the air vent, the air filter on the Camry exactly. on the way up. It just so wasn't it causes, as luxurious. You know, you know, but you. You, you redeemed yourself with the range, you know, yeah, you know, pulled up on, you know, wine country and they ain't look at you twice because you pulled up in the range instead of the camera. <laughs> yeah, we, did, we, did, we, did lots of, we tried to do wine country almost every year, I think, yeah, for a little while there. What, what, uh, the last trip that I remember was going for our birthday and that was Amira was a year and we went for a staycation for the weekend. Oh. Uh, we rented a little cottage on a winery. Yeah, 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 I remember it was that. It's beautiful. Yeah. 
and took some pictures with the range. I, I remember mm-hmm. when we mm-hmm. talked. So she remembered the range <laughs> part of the trips, yeah. not the camera. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with Toyota. We got to start from somewhere. You know, I had a <laughs> I had a Civic for about five or six years until I decided I needed to upgrade it to a pilot. So, you know, I'm still not range level, but you know, I upgraded a little bit. You, you did. Know? But you just did. like y'all did a real good bounce back for the for the Napa trip. I'm I'm looking forward to your Turks and Caicos do-over. Yeah, yeah. No, that one needs a good do-over. Yeah, that <laughs> one. Yeah. Well, if you're looking for another couple to travel to Kirk, Turks I and mean, Caicos with, I mean, you listen. You want to do a, a double date trip. I'm just, and you know, I'm, I was going to jump into this anyway because <laughs> we kind of skipped parts. You know, since, you know, you're a financial advisor, you could probably provide us some advice on how to prepare for that trip, right? But um, before we get to that, um, you know, we were talking, you guys, you guys gave a lot of context for traveling as individuals with children. If you could sum up, let's say, five important tips for travelers, couples with children, um, what would they be? Uh, well, first thing I would say is to plan ahead. Uh, every top of the year, Johans and I sit down together and we map out our travel for that year um, mm-hmm. to make sure that we take the time off so that we can plan accordingly, um, as well as save accordingly. Um, yeah, and, and with traveling with kids, it's um, part of that planning ahead. Sometimes you need some help. Depending on where you're going, you might need, you know, some of the other families there. Like, okay, we're coming to your city. You know, yes, we're bringing the family, but hey, we want to have a night out. Okay, I mean, we did that coming here to Texas, bringing Amira with us before we lived here. It was like, and all right, Granddad, you you get to babysit tonight. She'll sleep. Don't worry about it. We're going out. Okay, um, so just yeah. So as you said, planning ahead. Um, I would say the the other one is traveling with children. You have to plan activities for the child. You just do. You got to figure out what you're going to do. They I mean, don't get on your nerves otherwise. They are. If it's so, all adult activities. Um, I mean, even if it, even if you're going to Disney, you still it's you can't just you can't just go to Disney. There's no such thing. You will go crazy, especially with children. You got to plan. Okay, which park are we going to? I mean, even if you go to Disneyland, there's three different parks. Mm. Eventually, three parks. Anyway, there's, there's different parks in Florida. I think. <laughs> okay, so so you really got to plan ahead of what you're going to do, and and we would even with, with Amira and with, with our son, we would, um, we would tell them ahead of time, this is the plan. This was going to happen. Yes, even kids we, like to know what's yeah. going on as much as we want to figure it all out. We're the grown ups. Kids like to know, cause they also get anxious when change is happening or the unknown is happening. So being able to educate them and include them on the conversation so that they know too, what goes into travel, there's planning, there's coordinating, there's the financial aspect of it. Um, yeah, we did some great. I forgot we didn't even talk about the kids' trip. We took many trips to Legoland and SeaWorld and some of that when we lived in California. And you know, those even those take some money. Even going to Disneyland around the corner it takes a little bit of planning, especially um, with kids and money. And and money. And and we'll get to the financial part. But I would say the I mentioned it earlier. If you know you're going to be on a long flight, whatever tablet, whatever you're using, download the movie. Okay. Don't count on the plane having Wi-Fi or even their TVs working. Down, not not this the movie. Download a few of them because <laughs> your kid. Because when you ask your kid what movie you want them to download, they're going to tell you their favorite movie right then. Mm-hmm. A week later, they might have already watched that movie ten times, <laughs> and it's not going to hold their attention. 
Um, and I think, and Alicia had a great one. I didn't even know she did this, but it makes perfect sense. Amira would always have a new toy every time we were getting on the plane to go somewhere. So it would be something new that she hasn't played with yet before. So it could get at least a little bit of love. Um, um, but yeah, that, I would say those are the so plan ahead. Um, also plan your activities, not just plan ahead. Okay. When are we going to travel? Okay. When we travel, what are we going to do? Um, having things for them to do in the downtime is important. And just knowing what, who your other people are that can like help you out so that while you're adults, if you can go get some time out. And that was one thing about those corporate trips. We had a lot of people that came on the, we didn't ever do it, but they would bring their kids because they had um, childcare available mm. for the kids. So it turned, I mean, there were so many couples. That, I mean, we went out with the, some of those couples and they were like, oh, this is our first time being out in two years. Mm-hmm. Like oh, we've been wow. saving up for this. Like, oh, but, and they had a ba- built-in babysitter. Yeah. And those kids also had activities they could do during the day while we're doing all the adult stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's like Alicia said, they, kids get anxious and they, and that's how they say that, you know, the idle mind is the devil's playground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and so what are some pandemic tips that you would give for travelers? Cause right. We're still in the, I mean, we got Omar, Omari, Delta, Cron. Um, we got cold well, I just wanted to Florida. add, I was for Johans to, to finish. She said she was waiting for me to shut up. That's what she said. Uh, you know, yes. Go ahead. Many views uh, as far as tips for traveling is plan uh, some downtime in before and after. So allowing yourself that transition time to get home, unpack, get yourself ready for the new week, especially if you got kids in school, giving them downtime. So you're not rushing back midnight the night before and then trying to start your week the next morning. Um, We've learned that the hard way um, because then you're just kind of behind or dragging for the rest of the week. Then you're, you know, that I need a vacation for my vacation. Whereas if you would have planned um, to have, you know, at least half a day getting home ahead of your week starting, um, and then also being sure to hydrate mm. lots of water to mm. and from to prevent any jet lag <laughs> or just any lag from that travel to keep your immune system going. Um, but then going into, you were asking about pandemic travel. Um, Number one, if you are listening to this and you are in the United States, order your free test. Mm. Free. Mm. Go order them. Don't wait. Order them. We already ordered ours. They're still not even here yet, are they? Yeah, I ordered them probably two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That's right. But they, they said it'd be a while. So. Go order your test. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you can have your test. Order mask. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're the type of person who feel like you don't have to wear a mask, then fine. Then don't. But most of the airplanes are going to make you wear one. Don't be right. the person who causes the airplane to get turned around. So when we travel with the KN95 mask. They have kids uh, KN95 mask. My daughter knows her travel mask. When I get on the plane, this is the mask that I wear. She prefers the cloth mask, but I let her know when we travel, this is the mask that you have to wear. Again, just educating them, yeah. uh, enrolling them, getting them excited about it um, because it's something that we got to do to get through this safely. And then from a financial standpoint, as it comes to the, um, the pandemic, um, everything's just going to cost more. Um, and we just have to, that's, that's, that is the system that we've designed on this crazy thing that we invented called money. Mm-hmm. Um, and money is, um, 
is dictated by supply and demand factors. And we have a lot of pent up demand. And we have more people that want to stay in someone else's home so they don't have to deal with the people of a hotel. So they have a high demand for Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have, just have demands. You have the hotels and, and you have even in hotels are dealing with um, lack of staff. So they can't even really open up the entire hotel the way they want to. Right. So demand is going to cause prices to go up. So it goes back to our first tip, which is plan ahead. Um, and be nice to the workers <laughs> and those that are showing up, even because they are shorthanded. Trust that they're doing their best and just be happy that there is someone there to help you, even if you got to be patient. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we experienced that. What were you calling? Um, we were going to Florida. No. We were had So we were going somewhere. I can't remember where we were going. Recent, very recent. Um, we left super early just to make because our flight got canceled. Oh, or rescheduled. We went to Atlanta right. this year. And um, I was like, you know what? Let's get there super early and maybe we could talk to somebody at the front desk. Yeah, they right? canceled our flight. So it was New Year's Day. It was the day before New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And they sent us a cancellation for our flight. And they booked us on a, a flight hours later with a layover. So we were going to really cut it close to midnight. And she's not a fan of layovers. So Definitely not on New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> so... So what I ended up doing is walking up to the counter. Jackie took a step back, mm-hmm. right? I walked up to the counter. I was like, "It was um, a black woman, right? A older, you know it the, was an older lady, but right? he has the right charm, right?" I was like, "For a black woman, <laughs> I was like, look, um, similar to you tipping your lovely wife out with the wear the right pants for the young male <laughs> clerk." So um, I walked up. I was like, you know, I understand our flight was canceled and mm-hmm. booked for a later flight. But is there anything that you can do to help us out? Um, here are our passports. Here's our boarding passes. Um, what is it? If, if there is anything that you can do? She's like, after 20 or 30 minutes or so, she was like, you know what? I'm going to even 10 minutes. Whatever. My time is off. He right? was charming her. She said that no time. She, she was gave like, us a voucher to catch a cab from Newark International to JFK and got us on a flight from JFK to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. definitely being nice to the staff at the airport, the staff, even when you get to the ticket counter, you got to be nice because they can make sure you don't get on that. Plane. Right. Right. So, um, you know, and, but it's common decency. You know, I think we, we, we forget that they're working and that they have lives and they have things that's a lot of people right now are overworked. You know, right. Yeah. Hospitality. Yeah. We got to make sure we're being respectful and taking care of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so with that said, um, you know, we, we, we kind of jumped around a little bit, but um, tell us what you guys do, right? This is the opportunity that we really like to give um, people to kind of promote what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So if you guys can tell us what you guys do, um, and, and then where people, where people find can find you. you. Well, let, let's start with uh, something else that's coming up soon. Jackie, plug, plug. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we, so the business we, we have is financial planning organization. So we promote financial literacy um, and helping people just make better financial decisions overall. Um, mm-hmm. And um, we have uh, launching here next month, uh, our latest edition of the Money Date. Uh-huh. Which is a way for 
individuals and couples to have more open and honest conversations about money to sit down and plan. Okay. Here's how, here's how we want to travel. Here's how we're going to plan to get there. And that was the tip that I left out. Mm-hmm. You don't have a vacation fund, start one. Mm-hmm. Mm, vacation okay. fund. Start a vacation fund. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that you're not, you know, so you're not doing other things to make it happen when it gets there and then right. right. to it later, start a vacation fund. Um, but uh, so uh, we we are promoting the, the the money date. You can learn more about the money date at our website, uh, which is mymoneyscript.com. Uh, you can actually download your own free copy there. Uh, and again, it, it just helps um, individuals to have a better conversation about their values and their goals, and then getting your financial behavior in alignment with those values and goals. You know, so if you're someone that likes to travel. Sometimes you may have to ask yourself, what do you want more? Is it Chick-fil-A or Turks and Caicos? Because the way your money is set up, you can't do both. You can't go to Chick-fil-A every week and think you're going to have enough to go to Turks and Caicos. So you got to, so you got to have some of those tough conversations. Um, So I am uh, CEO of Money Script Wealth Management. I'm the financial advisor. So I'm the one that actually interacts with with clients one-on-one. Alicia is the, what is your title now? Vice President of Operations. She got titles. Uh, Vice President. Power couple. Hey, 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 look, I'm telling you right now, I I, and to all of my uh, uh, clients that are listening, I would not be here for you if it weren't for this wonderful woman here. She was the one that pushed me out of the bed one day and said, what are you scared of? Just start your own company. Wow. And that day I was like, I don't know what I'm scared of anymore. Okay, I'll do it. And so here we are. Um, And she's the one that makes sure everybody gets paid and she's helped grow the company and build the organization and make sure that we are continuing to operate inside of our own values and growing our team, et cetera. Um, and the money date is actually her. That's her baby. Um, I get to do a lot of the creative stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So that's, and also life insurance and life insurance as well. And, but her, so the whole money date concept was her coming to me. Cause we, you know, we were dating, then engaged and shacking up for a little while and then got married and then bringing the finances together. And I had the income that just kind of goes up and down and she had the more consistent income. So she got tired of asking questions after the fact, like, so how are we going to do this? What this? She was like, can we just have like a date where we just talk about money, like a money date? Hmm. And they began and oh, actually, you know, okay. we were having money dates and they evolved over time to where we can have some money dates are okay. Let's plan out our year. Some right, money dates are having a money date to be like, what did you spend this on? <laughs> <laughs> I will admit I'm okay to say to y'all, I'm not allowed to use the joint account. I'm just not. I have to announce if I'm using the joint account. Mm-hmm. I have to get, I, it's not, I well, don't like to call it household. permission. That's how we run our household. So I agree a hundred percent. I don't call it permission. I just make an announcement. <laughs> try to make oh, no, no, nobody oh, said anything okay. about permission. And, okay. and I think that's important. Right. And, you know, I'll just full transparency, you know, Johans advises us, right? Mm. And one of the things that we both came to understanding is, you know, where we are financially. I think you helped us a lot with that. Um, but even in our future state of where we're going, we've already had the conversation of, okay, how are we, are we opening up a joint account? Yeah. What are we going to put in there? How yeah. are we going to, you know, manage things? Um, and not just the joint account for all the bills, but a travel joint account. Because as you already yes. know, um, I got to join it. I got a travel fund, right? <laughs> and I don't worry about travel because every check, X amount of dollars come out and I'm ready to go. Um, and so, um, and that's, and I'm not saying that's new for her, but 
she's coming she's coming from you know she's she's also transitioned from where she was um career-wise to where she is now and so now it's it's a little different right um and so she was just i used to ride around and get it she was just like spend the money spend the money you, you know, want me to go on a trip next month? He said, All right, he let's go. Ride around and get it. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, going from corporate America to now the nonprofit sector has made me a lot more conscious about how I spend my money. And I mean, Johans helps in that too. Hold on, let me tell you. I was the ride around and get it. She mm. was the planner. Mm. And I had the income that was like multiples of hers, but I was riding around to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one getting a, nothing. <laughs> I got a Range Rover. <laughs> you just get a bunch of toys, like the Range Rover. Uh, <laughs> that comes that comes from some other financial pains that I went through. But we had to grow through it. But that was, that's the amazing thing about being a couple mm-hmm. working through and having those open, honest conversations about right. money because you can look to couples that don't make it and you will find money on the list of the reasons. Mm. Yeah. And if it's not a precursor, and there's a lot of therapy, therapists will share this with you, the people that study relationships, it may be the catalyst that leads to the insecurity that shows up as something else. Mm. Just because you're not having those conversations. Right. Um, and, and so we, we, we want people to, because to, at the end of the day, you want to, if you, you love someone, you want, them, you want to be with them, you want to be financially independent. I won't say retire because I don't like that word, but you want to be financially independent with that person, which means you want to be able to travel as much as you want. That's going to cost some money. Y'all, you got to figure it out. And some coordinating and communication. Exactly. Sacrifice. Yep. So So tell us about this recession-proof merch you got going on. I see you rocking. I I, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot your cameras are on. So yeah, so uh, (laughs) on our website at uh, mymoneyscript.com, you can get your own recession-proof gear. Recession-proof is is about you making your 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 economy, your microeconomy, your household recession-proof, so that no matter what is happening in the macroeconomy around you, you know that you have a cash reserve, so you can get through any downturn in your income. You know that you are protecting yourself when it comes to having uh, auto insurance, uh, health insurance, life insurance. So if something happens, it's there. And you knowing that you're growing your assets for the long term so that recessions don't hurt you. You're recession proof. So nice. got the gear there. Go check it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Thank, thank you for the plug. See, he's a shameless plug that's, there. I love that. I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure we promote black. I think it's shameless. We try to make sure we promote. I think it's shame. It's shame. No, shameless. Shameful. It's, it's shameful. It's shameful. No, we, no, we're not, no. We're not worried we're about not it. Ashamed of it. We're not shameless. ashamed of it. Not ashamed. Not ashamed. Yeah. Not ashamed. Not ashamed. So I, promote the event. I was going to ask, so I don't know the timing of this episode because we're doing the money date. We can talk about it. Event. We can talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes, okay, so the so um this is going to be a pretty long series. We got quite a few couples that we interviewed, mm-hmm. about 20 couples. So it's going to be released um around Valentine's Day, the well, closest we're still Tuesday. Airing. We're still yeah, we're still so recording. Still recording yep. We're still recording, <laughs> but the first one is going to be released in proximity to Valentine's Day on a Tuesday and then we'll release them weekly thereafter. Beautiful. So if you're hearing this after Valentine's Day, we have the Black Love where we're bringing the money date. On February 26th. February 26th. So if you're hearing this after 26th, then you need to go to Jackie's page and find out about the Black Love event that we did because we're bringing the money date to everybody and it's going to be incredible. We're going to have people going to be making love and making money. It's going to be beautiful. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, that's what we all want. Listen, for make those love of, and make money. For those of you listening only, you're missing an amazing experience. <laughs> He's getting the side eye. <laughs> That's because her glass is empty. That's what happened. Things. That's what it's a. It's the black love. Well, well, leave us with some words of wisdom, whether it be travel, financial, dealing with children. Tell us. Tell our audience what are some things that you think you know is important to know about travel, finances, and love. And how can they find you? Uh, Well, I think Yohan's already mentioned it, and it's really what we talk about a lot in our family with our team with our clients, it's first defining your values um, individually and as couples so that as you are making plans to travel, as you're discussing your finances, as you're raising your children, you have values and a common language to come back to because challenges are going to come up. um, Outsiders are going to challenge you and your beliefs. And having that set of core values to come back to is always going to help you keep your foundation strong help you keep the communication strong and really help you to be more clear on what matters most to you when it comes to travel and the sacrifice that you need to make, or when it comes to being in a relationship um, and raising a family. Uh Well put, well put. I will leave you with in the idea of planning and tracking. If something is important to you, you will track it. So yeah. if you were trying to get a flight, you're trying to figure out where your flight's going to land, you're going to do it. You're going to track. Okay, when's the flight landing? When's it going to be? When do I need to be at the airport? You're going to track because it's important. I'm not going to be late picking Jackie up from the airport because she will not be happy about it. <laughs> so things are important you track. So if money, travel, freedom, if those things are important to you, you're going to have to come up with a system to track how you're on pace to get those things that you want. If, you're, if it's not important, don't track it. Don't worry about it because it's probably not going to happen as much as you want. But if it is important, come up with a way to track it. Get some help. Find some systems so you can be more in tune to have those conversations, especially if you're trying to do it with a family. Yeah. Nobody wants Vegas vacations. It's for, for, they're fun to watch. National Lampoons, that, that stuff. Yeah, that, those are funny. But nobody wants to really live through that. They don't. Yeah. So you got to come and track. So you can find oh, – did I say something? You leaned in. You can find us. Oh, <laughs> We'll do it in her voice. It's so much. You can find us at moneyscriptwealth.com. If you're interested in learning more about our financial services, you can also find us at mymoneyscript.com. If you want to purchase our recession-proof gear, listen to our podcast, The Money Script. We're also available on iTunes, all of Spotify, them. If they have all the platforms. Podcast, you can find it. Yes. We're also on Instagram at The Money Script. Follow us for daily tips and inspiration when it comes to managing your finances. That's us. That's it. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Well, thank you both for jumping on. If it's real love that you want, I'll show you that and then some. So come on.